it every time. What time is it? Eleven fifty-nine. What time is it? Eleven fifty-nine. What time is it? It's eleven fifty-nine. What time is it? You still got time. It's eleven fifty-nine. What? I tell you, Skippy has come to the house again. <laughs> Patrick, you don't let her call you Skippy like that. Remember, you have so many abilities oh, wait, with your vocal cords. Singing, now you're a beatbox singer, I mean, is that whatever what it reference it is. It was beat-tonguing. It's beatboxing. There he is, see? It's like him playing the drums with his to mouth. our international audience, Pastor is referencing Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. <laughs> oh, wow. That was an Australian reference. Who talks like that. Oh, wow. That sounds very much like what you were doing. There's yeah. a, I think there's also an African tribe that uses click to. Yeah, the like, um, what do tribe. they do? They click. It's. I think Let it is an actual. See like if a, I can see. Yeah, that's no what disrespect he was to doing. the African tribe that actually does that, but they. I think they do click and for communication. My gift is purely professional. Oh, 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 and anointed. Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 You are listening to Portals. Sorry, I was the director. I did this. Sorry, um, my eyes were closed. <laughs> I didn't miss. I missed your cue. You were praising and worshiping. I was praising and raising. Who? For those who don't know, I am Shenanies, and joining me, of course, is or are how we say that. Them, <laughs> Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi, guys. I'm here. Pastor Tony Cassis. G'day, g'day, g'day. And Pastor Nathan Cassis. <laughs> wow. Just wow. Hello. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. She's awake. Awake. <laughs> I changed it up this time. <laughs> yes, it so. sounded like doubtfire, didn't yes. it? Hello. Yeah, a doubting fire. Anyway. <laughs> If you're now joining us, of course, Portals is a prophetic conversation with our trio casters, leadership from Torque NYC. Wow, we're a trio. Yeah. You trio. can't have one without the other two, right? This is true. <laughs> this right. is true. It's a team Three-fold cord cannot easily be broken. Wow. And it's been a beautiful thing because now we have new things coming out of Torque. We have wow. it recorded live now. So not only can you get the audio, blah, blah, blah. So you guys got me talking to in another native language. Not only um, can you get the audio, you can also get the visual. Which is what we're doing right now. Say hello to the world. Hi, <laughs> the guys. Visual. Hello, world. You got to say it fast. The visual. The visual. Just you so you can. You know, it can stamp to your forehead. So portals can now not only be a jingle in your heart, it can stamp to your forehead and change your mindsets. Oh, <laughs> Let wow. your mind do the now talking. We, now we, he, now you're gonna, they're going to see your mind doing the yes, talking. Yes, exactly. Yes. They're going to have that visual. Yes. That's my sign language for visual. Ow, that hurts. So, I'm done. Um, of course, in every week we debrief about the... The message. sermon, yes, the message first, and then we go into conversation about it. So, Pastor Tony, what did you name the message for this week? Uh, the the message this week was about forsaking familiarity. Oh, 
It was basically I explained how when when God uses a person in a really mighty way, He often wants to isolate them from familiar circumstances and familiar surroundings. surroundings. Mm. And the example, of course, is Abraham. The first thing he said to Abraham was, "Leave your country." Mm. Um, actually, he said, "Get out of your country." It was like not not a Get soft out. way of saying leave right, right now. now. He actually didn't suggest. He told he them. Told him get That's out of this. He had said, "Leave he your family and your father's house." Right. Yeah. He brought that out. He yeah. had done said. Yeah. That yeah. Was good. He, he had family. said it previously, so mm-hmm. Abraham had to wrestle with that for a little while before he did it. But it was primarily to get him to disconnect with family influence, mm. which mm. was his downfall right until the day he died, really. He had a weakness and it was too much family influence. Mm. Wow. But God's grace was there like it is with us. Mm-hmm. He brought him to the place where he was obeying, he was overcoming, and he was being blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think, I think also that... Um, if he had stayed there, he would have continued to worship his father's idol, oh. which was his god. So, for the sake of Abram, he he had to take him out. Wow! So he could get to know him. That was wow. a gem. First gem of the night. First gem of the night. Wow. Well, we uh, we walk forward to when Jesus first preached in Nazareth, and you remember that. They were very familiar with him, not as a minister, but as the, the carpenter's son. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And we're told he wasn't able to do many miracles there because they were so familiar with him being the carpenter. Yeah. That, yep. um, you know, their faith was limited. Mm. They actually tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. Nice neighbors, right? Right. <laughs> Just because he said, I'm the Messiah, the son of God, they wanted to kill him. Wow. Why? I because they've only known him as the carpenter's son. Yeah. And then he turns around and said, no, nah, well, I'm actually the son of God. Now, you think about it, if someone Off point. that <laughs> lived next door to you turned around one day and said, hello, I'm the son of God. I'm just saying. I think they might have to rebuke the, de- the devil on that one. They were like, I rebuke you. No, Re- like, you're a messiah, but you're a liar. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I actually would like to talk about something. Um, back in Australia, uh, we had many messiahs. I know exactly. Oh, <laughs> wow. When, when we went to visit oh, Jesus is that, those places to uh, pray for people and even pray for someone that was off point, and that's, <laughs> that's our new way. name going, for it, off going point. Going off. Going off point. And so uh, it was quite a, an experience. It was... Uh, Something like, well, what's your name? Well, I'm Jesus. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh. So, did, Let out. did you not know that I died for you? And I'd like you to meet Mary. What? She's the one that gave birth to me. And I'm going, okay. And at that time, I didn't quite know. How to go along with it. <laughs> how to go along with it. I'd be like, where are the holes? <laughs> and and, and right. it's like, where's... Where's your work? No, where's <laughs> the exit door? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm out. And it was mainly that, uh, what do we do? Do we agree or do we leave? 
Yeah. <laughs> or wow. Do, or do you leave? Which one? Yeah. Well, in the terms of New York, I would have said, stand clear of the closing doors, please, and just yeah. exit it stage right. Anyway. Yeah, I might have done that before. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't I've, do it again. I think I've heard a couple of people on the train lately tell me that they were messiahs. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of messiahs. No, they say they're Jesus, not yeah. just messiah. I'm oh. Jesus Christ. Mm. Which is an antichrist spirit, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. my God. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, I haven't heard that by the grace of God. So you truly need to know who Jesus Christ is because uh, there are many Jesuses out there. Which yeah. brings us to the point that we're talking about, mm-hmm. even in this little subject, that you can't get too familiar. No. Because um, when the counterfeit presents itself, if you get familiar with the real thing and you start taking it for granted, the counterfeit might fool you. Well, we definitely don't want to be fooled, so we're going to go on break, you know, sharpen up, not get so familiar. Get makeup on. Yep, you know, get get adjusted and stay sharp, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome to the Portals Podcast with Dr. Abby Cassis and Pastor Nate uh, and Andy Shania and Pastor Tony Cassis and, and me, Karen, and Levi Cassis. Bye-bye. Well, don't say bye yet because we're going to let our listeners know that we have a special event coming up. And we're doing portals for Kids Town Takeover. The Kids Town Takeover is going official Kids Town Portals version. And we are excited because we're going to have an interactive message with our kids on stage in a discussion format. Isn't that right, Levi? Yes. And what would you like to say to the listeners? Do you want them to come to Kids Town Takeover? Yeah. And what are you going to do at Kids Town Takeover? Are you going to play the... Oh, you're going to play the silver drums. And Karen, what are you going to do at Kids Town Takeover? I am going to sing. Sing a song. And what's that song called? God Rocks My World. God Rocks My World. Wow. Well, listeners, we are excited because we are partnering with the children to show them that their expression is just as important in the house of God as the adult expression. And we want to, you know, come up behind them and support them. And uh, I'm telling you, I am listening to my kids here and the conversations that we're having. They could teach you a couple of things about the Word of God. So uh, I would encourage you to come to Kids Town Takeover and uh, let the next generation bless you and show you that, you know, God is truly pouring out His Spirit upon all flesh in these days. We'll see you soon. You're listening to the Portals Podcast. Country version coming. Portals. The Portals Podcast. Welcome to the Portals Podcast. Welcome to the Portals Podcast. Why we talking about the Portals Podcast? You ain't got no time when it's eleven fifty-nine. Say what? You ain't got some time when it's eleven fifty-nine. Say what? You ain't got some time when it's eleven fifty-nine. Say what? Yeah. A lot can be done with 60 seconds. Just to give our listeners the information that we were doing a southern version. Yes. 
Because I, I, I was raised in the South, so I was teaching the team some Southern lingo and I trying was, to... I was raised in Redfin too. That's in the South. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. We but, are, um, right. <laughs> we are neighbors and slam. So I was there. just giving the aversion, you know. Uh, what was I saying? You went about the time. When you order a Burger King? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was oh, saying, you were doing the Bird King thing, Burger yeah. King. I was, saying, you, I was saying you've got more time when it's 11.59. Right. Say so what? So what are we talking Shall about? Shall we go and tell them? You're going <laughs> to tell them. There we go. <laughs> and why I, you look at me when you say shorty? <laughs> I think I have a deep southern person inside of me. <laughs> so funny. The twang. Let's go. Oh, right. So as you have already been introduced to the sermon today about forsaken familiarity... Oh, that's a mouthful. It is, but I love it because we can't be familiar with anything anymore. Whoa. So, um, Pastor Tony, you were leading us on a journey of different scenarios where familiar familiarity, I have to even it's a big say word. That. it is a big word. I'm going to have to find another word for it, like hypocrisy. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to find another way to say familiarity. Yeah, it gets your tongue tied. I know, right? Yeah. So so, anywho, you were taking us on a journey on the different circumstances or scenarios where we could be a bit more or too familiar and how that could be dangerous. <laughs> Sorry, that's loud for your eardrum. It's so um, loud. I woke up. <laughs> I'm definitely awake. So, yeah. So, can you just kind of elaborate? Why is it so dangerous to be a little too familiar? Mm. Well, it means that God has to overcome a lot of habits and sort of, you know, religious sort of mindsets before he can actually, you know, get you to hear his voice and and obey him. And so we rely, when we rely too much on things that are comfortable and familiar, it's harder for us to hear God. Mm. We don't, we don't realise, but especially family influences, because family members are usually the people most familiar with you, and that's mm-hmm. where the word familiarity comes from, family. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, okay. They influence us in a greater capacity than what God actually wants them to. Mm. And so this is why he started Abraham's walk with the Lord by telling him, get out of your country, leave your family, leave your father's house. In other words, I don't want anyone else influencing you like I will influence you. Mm. Come on. And so, unfortunately, like I said in the first segment, Abraham had a bit of a weakness when it came to family influence. He took his father and his nephew along with him. And then he was constantly, you know, covering up for Lot. Lot was a really heavy burden for Abraham. Okay. Mm. And then, um, obviously, when, when Hagar and Sarah were having, you know, family feuds, he was stuck in the middle. Mm. And again, um, it was because of his wife's influence that, you know, they, they had the idea of Ishmael coming along. And, you know, the Lord doesn't want him to leave his wife, but she had too much to say mm-hmm. in the process that God was trying to get Abraham to walk through. Mm. Yeah. And so from my, from my experience and from what I've seen of other ministries, mm-hmm. um, most of the churches that have grown relatively quickly have apostolic leaders or prophetic leaders that have either come from another country or they've come from another town. Mm -hmm. And it works better that way because they're out of their familiar environment. They have to trust God more 
And when you trust God more, you see more miracles, more growth, more provision. Wow. And here we are in New York for that very same reason. And I think also um, talking about being familiar with things and you're saying about other uh, ministers coming in and it's a freshness because, uh, you know, I know the word of God says the prophet hath no honour in his hometown and that's not God's way. That's mm. not that's what God. Way. That's mm. man's way. But those familiar things of the town grab the local mm. person too much. Yeah, mm. and so they're limited because they're grabbed by the environment, uh, people that they're they're familiar with. That mm. they've uh, you know. Oh, yeah, well, this is like my mum and this is like my family and this is like where I went to school yeah. and this and that. Right. And so all that familiarity is something that can be a security. Mm. And But really, it's dangerous because um, it makes us try to be familiar with the work of God. Now, the Holy Spirit, he never will allow you to become familiar with him mm. because then you would predict him. Mm-hmm. And so he will never be predicted, never wow. be predicted. So familiarity is dangerous if you use it as a form of security. <laughs> <laughs> Jim hijacking. Jim hijacking. <laughs> and so, again, like just to give our audience an idea um two of the largest church movements in australia yeah new zealand are, are pastored by new zealanders yeah right and we won't mention names most people out there in in our audience will, will understand <coughs> that these two movements began with new zealand pastors yep. mm. and again because they understood they they were out of their natural environment they had to leave their country which they tried to do the same work. Couldn't do it. But it didn't work. Mm. They go to another country and it works. So, and here in New York City where we, we, we've heard testimony after mm. testimony where Australian pastors are leading churches that are growing really fast. fast. Really so, fast. So many, so many in New York, so many See, Australian and, churches. And because these pastors have to put aside their Australian culture and, and learn the culture of America, especially mm. the New York culture, Right, they have to really believe the Lord for little things, everyday things, mm-hmm. and God comes through every time. And it doesn't mean that the Lord wants us to always, He can, doesn't mean that he can't use us unless we have a big geographical move. Yeah, mm. God can still use you in your hometown, but you gotta you gotta be aware of the familiarity that you're involved with in yeah. your own hometown. Yeah. You've got family, yeah, and then you have got people that you've probably been churching with for twenty years. So you're a carpenter, and, and they don't take your your advice or your yeah. word as seriously as they should anymore. We go, oh, right. that's just pastor right there. Yeah, you'll right. get over it. That kind of attitude can kill what God wants to do. Yeah, and I think we can also become very familiar with time. Oh, oh. yes, let's get into that because you definitely, I and I mean that seriously because. What I'm saying here about being familiar with time, we use time like security. Mm. We use it like security, wow. Shania. We really do. We, we, we think that uh, if we're on top of time, we're familiar with it, we'll feel secure with it. 
And what happens when it's 11.59? And you out of time. And maybe there's a little bit of time. Mm. Come back and ask us. I think before we go on the break too, something that's important with familiar, familiarity, mm-hmm. Lord, Lord, that's a long word, is um, what you were mentioning about all these pastors that had to be taken out of their comfort zones. Um, I think something with familiarity that stops us is we we aren't willing to give up how we see the situation and we're not willing to give up our opinion mm-hmm. or our perception. Yes. And so those it's not that those pastors couldn't do those mm-hmm. same things mm. in their own town. Mm-hmm. It'd be harder. But the thing was their perception of their towns and how to move changed when they moved out of those towns because like Pastor Tony said in the word tonight, they began to rely on God mm-hmm. or his perception of mm. how he saw the town and not for their own familiar experience mm-hmm. or personal, you know, ideology. So familiarity is built, you know, in an ungodly way on our personal experience with a person, with a mindset, with belief an event, system. with a belief system, and we think we know it all. Right. So I think a, a key to breaking Familiarity is to become learn-it-alls and not know-it-alls. Right. Very good. Learn-it-alls. The the point that Nate was making is really important because in your own hometown, you're blind to things that outsiders can see. Mm. Let me give you a gem. Because you've you've grown up with it, you can't see it because you think it's it's normal. It's natural. And so, like, when we first came to New York, we saw things that New Yorkers couldn't see. That's right. Mm. I know one of the things – can I just come Mm -hmm, here? mm -hmm. One of the things that I I could never come to terms with was seeing children's faces on milk cartons and such like that. I come into this country and every morning as I'm having breakfast – on, on this carton of milk, there's a face. Have you seen this child? And I'm thinking, wow. And so I spoke to a couple of my Christian friends and they said, oh, that's something that it's happening all the time. And I'm saying, "Wow. well, why are you getting used to it? Because mm. I can never get used to that. Never get used to it. And also when I went and saw the 9-11 thing, yeah. I, yeah. I'm going, wow, wow. How do you just walk past it and not be affected by it? And years later, I'm still the same way. And I praise the Lord that I stay this way, that I'm not going to become familiar with the surroundings to the point where I become numb because of being familiar with things. I think that's a good thing that that happens with us, Pastor, and that is we do become numb numb and we become nonchalant and we become neutral and we become all these things when we get too familiar with something. And I believe that if we continue to walk on this path tonight, we should talk about why the Holy Spirit gives us that last minute before midnight. Mm. All right. We're going to leave you guys to ponder on that question while we take a break. Hey, everybody. Pastor Nate here, and I am very, very excited to let you know of a special event that we have coming up at Talk New York. 
I believe that this event is so crucial and beneficial and needed in the church. And um, this, I believe, is going to bless so many people. The event is called... Ife, why don't you let us know what the event is called? The event is called The World's Attempt, God's Solution to Mental Health. Wow. So, I mean, the title alone can get you thinking, but Talk New York is creating a conversation and a space to discuss, like, you know, mental health and how we as the church can actually become a part of being the solution because we have the answers. And uh, Ife, you're going to be running this seminar and teaching, you know, some really, really great truths that God has like downloaded into your life. Mm -hmm. Why don't you give the listeners like a quick, like, you know, scope into your heart, what you want them to take away from this seminar and why you, why would God like bring you to this point to teach others? Well, it starts with Jesus is the answer to all the things that we are dealing with. And he meant for the church to be the solution for people to be able to to run to us um, for healing, for deliverance, um, to understand where their wholeness is. And unfortunately, the church has given up that role to the world. And in reality, the world doesn't understand what's going on. The world really doesn't have any answers for people. So this is going to be something where we're talking about just how flawed the system is Mm. in the hands of the world but also we're going to be empowered to see that god has given us his people wow the answers to mental health wow and uh i know that you have like a particular journey with this and a testimony and you know in in brief just give us like you know an overview like what god did with you through this whole journey yeah so i have lived experience going through something um, that was very, very difficult and um, where I had I went through a crisis and God brought me through that. So now I'm able to work with people who are experiencing similar things that I might have been experiencing at the time and I'm able to encourage and, and inspire and show them that there is hope and that there is a way to get out of it and it's it's quite possible to not have to deal with it forever. Wow. And if that wasn't enough, you're actually working in the mental health field as a day job, like it's actually now your profession. Yes. So the Lord has redeemed it by taking you back in yes. from that place where the enemy tried to like, you know, have you end. God's mm-hmm. taken you back and now you're becoming a solution. Exactly. That's amazing. So if you want to join us for this seminar, it's going to be on December 7th, Saturday. We'll start at 2 p.m. And it's going to be quite a, a day. We're going to go till 9 p.m. That's a seven-hour seminar. But we do have a lunch break and a dinner break. And we have three sessions. And in, with each session, we have a Q&A, a sharing time, community workshop, grouping, all that kind of stuff so that we can really unpack this uh, topic in the full detail. Any last words that you want to give our listeners? Yeah, I want everyone to bring as many questions as possible because this is something that needs to be demystified. It's way more simple than we think it is. And we don't have to think that it's some complex thing that we just have to let the world take care of. God is really equipping the church to take over again and take our rightful place in this field. That's awesome. So we hope to see you there. And we also want to say that this will be available later on our Talk TV platform. So even though if you are overseas or out of state and you can't join us in person, we will make sure that you don't miss out. So we look forward to seeing you there. Be blessed. We had to get straight back in. (laughs) 
We had a good sub portal. Yeah, we got to go back in. I know, we have to go back in. That was in. prophetic. You yes. picked up on my wavelength. <laughs> you see? Crazy. You touched the table. <laughs> Anywho. Um, that was an inside joke. But our, sub, our sub portals are as deep as, you know, when we're on air. Yeah, so yes. we're, we're praying now that we remember everything that we discussed oh, while we we're will. offline. He, he is the one that brings all things back to our remembrance if we believe it as a part of our belief system. So one of the things we saw portable about was environments. Yes. Q. Go. Okay. <laughs> I was saying in our subportal, something that Dr. Robbins said in the previous segment got me thinking and incubating with the Holy Spirit. Um, God, in order for us to break, you know, Pastor Tony was saying tonight that in order for us to break that familiarity with, you know, um, previous cycles of our life, he'll take us out, mm-hmm. you know. And I think something that we do as Christians is we always want a new belief system without a change of environment, mm. you know. And I think it's so important that the change of environment comes first because when that environment bursts and that belief system that you've been living in, it's already stale mm-hmm. because he says, behold, I do a new thing. So, you know, you can't live in that environment and develop a new belief system Mm -hmm. because that environment, that pressure cooker of that circumstance or that surrounding or those people were what God used to birth that belief system in you. Mm -hmm. But when it's been used and when it's been, you know, completing its purpose, he has to take you to a new environment so that a new belief system can be birthed. And so it's got worms in it. Exactly. It's tainted. So it has worms just like manna. And what I was bringing out with Pastor Tony was – I believe that's the you know emphasis of the scripture that you can't put new wine in old wineskins, mm-hmm. you know, and um, because I know Pastor Tony can give you the actual process of what happens, but I know that there is a way. There's one possible way when you when you do a study about new wine in old wineskins, and there was one way that they could make that happen, but it required them to constantly soak the old wineskins in oil and it required them to massage the old wineskins. So they couldn't leave the old wineskins. They had to constantly be applying pressure and constantly be, you know, massaging. And that's what the Holy Spirit does with us when he's trying to put a new wine that he's birthing in us Mm -hmm. into maybe an old mindset or an Mm -hmm. old belief system. Mm -hmm. He has to constantly massage it. Mm-hmm. So that it can be transformed wow. into new wine. But that and is that, a process. That new wine has got to be the mind of Christ. Yeah. And that's what gets massaged into us yeah. to bring an end to our belief system. And we start to take on his belief system. Wow. And, and it transforms. But see, I think this is a key thing, Shanae. I think rather than have to massage us. Right the Lord would rather us just give up the old wine. It's yeah, pouring wow. in new oil. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, we – that was definitely interesting um, and to talk about. And wanted to bring out and tie in time and familiarity. Yeah. So we're going there. We're going <laughs> to remind everybody what the Spirit is saying. Yeah, so I was going to bring out about – you know, how even to make the wine, it takes time. Yeah. Plug wine to transition into the other part yeah. of our sub-portal of... If it's 11.59. You still got time. Still I'm going to come in with that. 
Well, we let's pick up with the story of Abraham again because um, the Lord told Abraham before he left his hometown that he was going to make him a great nation. Mm-hmm. And at I the time, um, he I didn't have any. Try. He didn't have a son, mm-hmm. right? So Abraham leaves Ur. He he spends a little bit of time in Haran, and his dad dies, and so that's the final tie he has with mm. his father because mm-hmm. the Lord said, leave your father's house. Lot was still brought along, mm. but soon after they get to Canaan, Lot's herdsmen and Abe's herb, herb, herdsmen, I nearly said herbsmen, Close enough. Um, started herbsmen. fighting over land rights. And, mm-hmm. and so Abraham said, look, you know, we're brethren. You know, you go, you go west, I'll go east. If you go east, I'll go west. So they split mm. finally. So finally, after 10 years in Canaan, Abraham is what he should have been when he first left, and that is alone with Sarah. Wow. Okay? Wow. That's the only family God wanted him to, to bring along. to Canaan land. Okay? But what happens is he had to wait another 15 years before <gasps> Isaac came along. Mm. We, we, we know that having Ishmael... Okay, it was not in God's will. God's grace covered it. Mm-hmm. But in a sense, it, it could have delayed Isaac from coming. But it, it also acted as a buffer. You know, Abraham had a son mm. in his flesh, mm-hmm. so he was no longer thinking, I'm sonless, yeah. I'm childless. Well, he actually got very familiar he with a, that. He actually asked God to bless Ishmael and make him the promised son. Uh, yeah, and God said, very absolutely familiar. not. Very absolutely yeah. not. Started manoeuvring. <laughs> so I, I want I want the guys to get this. Um, God said, "Absolutely not. I, yeah. I can't build on man's idea or man's power, right? right?" And so that dragged it out to the 59th minute. So let me come in, please. Hit tag your man. Tag your man. Tag your man. So I want to talk about the 59th minute. And what's left is one minute before midnight. Now, why do we look at it like that? Mm. And why do we think, oh, panic, one minute to go. Just one minute to go. Too late. Missed the bus, missed the plane, missed the train. We missed it. But I ask you a question. And the question is, you've become so familiar with your surroundings. God has to make you unfamiliar with those last 60 seconds. Wow. And you know, Pastor, you said something that's very, very important here. You said the word panic. Yes. And I think we need to understand, again, Pastor Tony, amazing term that he used tonight. He prophetic said, you know, panic. the Lord will allow a prophetic panic. Yeah. I think that's the only panic that he allows because the prophetic panic is panicking that you're not in the center of God's will. Mm. It's not panicking about time. No. It's not panicking about environment. It's not panicking about people. It's more focusing on God, less on you. Mm. Because you're saying, Lord, if I'm getting complacent here, if I'm getting comfortable that's the stance of the prophetic panic. But our panic is, 
have I wasted time? Have I missed time? Yeah. Have I missed have it? I, have, yeah. Have I have I done something wrong to you know not get more time? It's mm. so selfish. Our panic. Ooh. Well, the, the last fifty nine minutes is so full of listen. Yeah. So full of familiarity, mm. something has to break it. Mm. So there has to be sixty seconds of no familiarity for the Holy Spirit to move. Wow! And in that moment, that's what is true faith. Like you said, faith is living on the, the edge. edge of disaster. Yeah, because well, you're relying yeah. on God for every single second. Well, mm. I, I don't think it's even disaster, Pastor. I think it's more to <laughs> do. She didn't in call house. you disaster, Pastor. Disaster, did she? Pastor. <laughs> I think it's more to do with the Pastor fact. Pastor disaster. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we got that too. But Been let me, there, done that. Sorry, Pastor, go ahead. That's okay. You've got the um, T-shirt to prove it. Uh. I just want to say it's more than just disaster. I think the panic is to do with you become so familiar with what you have uh. and now you're being faced with something that you don't have and that it's like it threatens you. It threatens you. We are threatened mm -hmm. by the unknown. And yes. we get so threatened by this unknown. But that's the only way the Holy Spirit can move. Mm -hmm. Because you've already predicted for 59 minutes oh. what's going to be done. That last minute. Oh, my God. That last minute. That very last minute. You don't get a say. Oh, my God. Oh, that's why we don't like that last minute because we ain't got no minutes and then we don't have a say to have any minutes. That's wow. it. And that's then because it. we don't have the say in the last minute, we try to put on the limit. Uh, wow. You heard him. You. And we, and we, it usually takes 59 minutes for God to kill everything in us that needs <laughs> And then we get angry at God because uh -oh. there's a minute left uh -oh. and he's not turning up. Uh -oh. Hallelujah. And he's turning around. And he's saying, I've been there all the time. Yeah. I'm just waiting for you to get out of the way. And get, get in, in line. line. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Oh, now we're poets Ooh. and we know it. Typically, again, we, we reference Job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40 chapters of <laughs> waffle. You talk about Waffle House? Oh, right? Four or 38 chapters of just rhetoric. Yeah. Really. There's wisdom there, there's poetry there, but a lot of waffle. A lot mm. of foolishness. And those last two chapters when God is speaking, that is the last minute before midnight. It's You see it all the way through the word of God, mm. that waffle, 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 and then <laughs> he turns up, they think. He's been there all the time, but you've just seen him there now. Yep. And <laughs> he won't do it your way. <laughs> and you don't get to have a say. Oh, my God. Oh my God. MC Robin is in his house. I, I just realized that uh -oh. we're using an Australian term. When someone waffles on, <laughs> it means that it's hot air. Okay. To all of our American audience, 
mumbled. I mean, waffling is like hot air. I took the definition into context. However, I was going to ask, what did you have against waffles? Because I love them. Well, actually, you use hot air to make them come forward. (laughs) This is true. It was nice, fluffy, and sweet. All righty. So, if you love waffles as much as I do, hopefully you go make some some when we come back. So, I'm going back in there for break. I'm hungry. Estás escuchando Portals con la doctora Robin Cassis, donde ella recibe del cielo y te lo regala a ti. Este programa es narrado por Shania Anis y presentado por el liderazgo de Torque New York, la pastora Robin Cassis, el pastor Tony Cassis y el pastor Nathan Cassis. Sigue escuchando para que recibas mucho más. This is where we go. Your mind, 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 mind. <laughs> go past that. I'm gonna blow it all the time. You're not gonna go in there. No, because we got no, too we, many truths. No, we have to oh, get we got too much. To we have to get this now. reality out, and then we'll get it out of us afterwards. Yeah. After um, something you brought out today about Adam, of mm. course we saw it portaling. So don't think we just you know sporadic in our minds because no. we aren't. This is all Holy Spirit led, and we were so portaling, and we were talking about that reference, Pastor Tony, that you brought out about Adam. Well, we, I was trying to just explain to the church tonight that God gets his his sons, his daughters to move. Like he's he's a God that's on the move. Mm-hmm. And so when when Abraham was asked by the Lord to leave his home in Mesopotamia, Ur, and to go into Canaan, right? He brought. He was actually bringing him back to that very place where his forefather Adam mm. was created. Now, come on. I was explaining to church tonight that you know the scripture tells us that God took the dust of the earth and He formed you know the man and then He breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. But then it says something really, really profound. He says that. It says that then God planted a garden east in Eden. Mm. So wherever God grabbed the dirt that Adam was made from, wow. right, it was not in the garden. No. God planted a garden east of wherever he got the dirt that he created Adam. And then what he, what he does is he, he, tr- he transports Adam in the spirit mm. and he plants Adam in the garden. So now Adam is in an environment that he's not familiar with. Oh my God! Hold on, let me turn my body. Do you get it? Because traditionally the Jews believe that the dust that Adam was created from came from Mount Moriah. So in reality, when Abraham was on Mount Moriah, you know, being tested with Isaac, it was a journey back to the original, not. A, a totally unfamiliar thing. Uh, it was to Abraham because he'd, he'd never been in Canaan before, but God was bringing redemptive grace mm. to the human race. Beginnings. Mm. Right? Right mm. there at the redemption of Moriah, Abraham was symbolically representing what God the Father was going to do on Moriah. Yep. He had second Adam shedding his blood for first Adam from the very spot that first Adam was created. Oh, oh my 
Because Mount Moriah is where Calvary is. Yeah. Oh, and you're going to bring that in bring now. That truth out. Yeah, um, traditionally, like, you know, historians and uh, theologians believe that when Abraham went up on the mountain to be tested with Isaac, that was the very same spot that Christ was crucified at, mm. you know? And mm. um, there's even, like, a, a documentary, I'm not sure of the name of it, but I remember seeing it where, you know, um, there were archaeologists that believed they found the Ark of the Covenant, and mm-hmm. it was actually found underneath Calvary. Mm-hmm. And so when Christ was crucified, the blood from the cross seeped through the ground all the way down and dripped on the mercy seat. My goodness. So, I mean, the creativity of God, even just the fact that, you know, we, we've been talking so much lately about the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and we see that again reflected with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham is like the father he has to be tested to give up his son Isaac, mm-hmm. who yeah. is like Jesus, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and then Isaac has a son Jacob, mm-hmm. who's called Israel, who basically forms a nation. Mm-hmm. And so the father, like Abraham, gave up his son Jesus, but this time the son wasn't spared. He gave up his son. Mm-hmm. You know, John three sixteen. You know, whoever yeah. so should believe in him shall have eternal life. You know, and so Israel represents the Holy Spirit. The nation wow. of the church yes. wow. being birthed in each and every one of us as descendants of that Godhead. And so I want to come in on what you just said and then come to what you just said. You said that he placed him in the garden. Mm. Now, here's the key. God did the work. Yeah. And then put him in to caretake what was already done. Yeah. You see, but we don't get that. Mm. We don't get it. We we think that we're being made out of the garden. Mm. You know? And this is where we miss it. So we have to wait for that last minute to get it. Mm. <laughs> the garden experience. We call it the garden experience. All right. And for Coin you, mm. for you, what you said about Jesus, what you mentioned was that Abraham had to give his son up. Yeah. And he did, and then God he gave him back. Yeah. Gave him back. But you see, the significance is God gave his son That's up. That's right. And gave him back to us, to mm. us, the church. We are his bride. That's right. We are his bride. He is our bridegroom. And so he gave him back to us. He didn't give him back just to God. He gave him back to Ooh. us. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Hit that. <laughs> <laughs> so your garden experience comes in the last minute mm. where God can place you in the garden once he's made what he needs to make to get you to caretake what he's doing. Oh, my goodness. And to, and to just on the back of that, to steal a gem from Brother Brendan, because when you said that tonight, he came up to me and he said, this is so revolutionary. The Holy Spirit dropped in him the moment you said that. Before the fall, Adam was put in the garden to caretake the garden. He was covering the garden. Mm-hmm. That's right. But after the fall, the garden had to become his covering. Mm. So, you know, like when the Lord is doing that work, he wants us, like Pastor saying, to restore us to the fact that he's doing the work and so we can become the covering and not have to be covered. 
so, you know, by his spirit. So I want to go further into this garden. You got time. And I said about the garden being where God wants to place you. Mm. You know, you've been holding on for 59 minutes. You've been doing it your way. And so he takes you and he places you somewhere that he's already made ready. (laughs) And so what do we do? What do we do? We turn around and and, uh, think, well, I was made from this, you know. I've got a part to play in it. You have no part to play in it. Jesus. Except to turn up, turn up, and that's what... That's what Adam had to do. He had to turn up and God placed him there. And you and I need to know those last 60 seconds are the most important time that God wants you to think about because Mm. that's when time can become your friend. So time is really... I don't want to cut you off, but I just got a, another little line for a jingle. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Time can be your friend when it's in his hands. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But When t- it's not your end. Mm. Mm. Okay. I was going to say something about the end, but you stole it out of my mouth. Uh. <laughs> well, you can use it in the jingle. It's prophetic. I mean. Pastor's so. statement about the garden being already prepared and, mm-hmm. and, and just putting Adam in there. It's the same principle with Joshua and going into it's Israel. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same principle all, all the way along. The last 60 seconds belongs to the Holy Spirit. Mm. Now, we're only just getting to know him in this last 60 seconds. Mm. Oh, my Lord. So we need to hold on. We need to go with the flow. We need to let him activate, cultivate a presence yeah. and a, a fellowship with yeah. the one that's working with us to do the miracles. Mm. Why we went through this journey tonight mm. was we've forgotten. We we serve a miracle working God. Yeah. yeah. What you said about the original place, yeah. Mount Moriah, what you said about the blood coming down yeah. on the mercy seat. Yeah. My God, this is the God we serve. Nothing by chance, nothing by chance. And can we give him the last 60 seconds and stop making time an enemy, but we can make it a friend if he's the friend who's in our time. Mm. That's powerful. Wow. That's powerful. We need to, I think we need to take a break. I think wow. <laughs> it's not too much. It's definitely not too much. We've it's established just that. Enough. It's I've got a just jingle for you. It's, go for it's it. It's from a movie again. <laughs> Don't oh. ask me why. I, what kind of jingle is it? Saved in right? 60, 60 seconds. Instead of gone in 60 seconds, uh, saved, saved in, in 60, 60 seconds. seconds. Uh, uh, uh. Saved, delivered, healed, provided for in 60 seconds. Yeah. Amen to that. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be right Back. Dajahao,您现在正在收听的是广播节目Portos。Portos是由Robin 
有纽约的 Twerk 教会主任牧师 Robin Cassis 博士以及助理牧师 Tony Cassis、Nathan Cassis 所共同呈现。别忘了每个礼拜二准时收听我们的 Portos。Twerk New York presents the official launch of Twerk TV, a brand new way to watch Twerk New York anytime. Anywhere, get 24/7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device, commercial-free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting torqtv.org and click the Watch Now button. Torq TV, equip, inspire, mature. Gonna be on time. Seven fifty-nine. We're saved in sixty seconds. We're saved in sixty seconds. Killed the living set free. That's true. Sixty seconds saved me. Yeah. Saved in sixty seconds. Guys, I just want to say I had a revelation straight from the Holy Spirit about me, and that was I was healed in sixty seconds. Oh, come on now. That's right. Wow! When the Lord healed Pastor, He Six said, "Get up and, and walk." Sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. Oh After eighteen months of being paralyzed from the hip down. Wow! I don't, I don't even have the capacity to for that. Can I say that one on this one? Only on this one. Can I get a pass to say this? I don't have the capacity to process that. Oh my God! Wow! Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, if that's not An a reality. enemy try to take it away again, but sometime I'm going to write the book. Yeah. And when I write the book. A walking miracle. <laughs> it's going to be called 60 Seconds. Oh. Oh. Wow. Not dropping the Healed title now. Jesus. Jesus. No, I'm not even going to say that. I'm just going to say 60 Seconds because it doesn't the time she was take born. anything That other than that, mm. it's me responding that would have taken the sixty seconds, mm. not him doing it. Oh. oh, so I have a question about that because you know the question that most of us Christians tend to fall subject to is doing it faster. Oh, if I could just cut down. What if I can cut down the hour by being obedient, and then he doesn't have to show up. In the, what if, can he show up in the last twenty nine and show up in the thirty? But, is but it the same? No, because right. this, is, down. this is our <laughs> work still. This is still our works. These last sixty seconds 
before midnight mm -hmm. is his work. Right. There is the difference. There is a difference. Mm. You see, what he can do in 60 seconds takes us 60 years to even get to first base. Mm, my goodness. And what he can do in that hour. Yeah. <laughs> and so the whole situation is now, is that last 60 seconds our friend? Well, you said yes. I'm asking everyone here, is that last 60 seconds your friend? It usually isn't mine. No. Oh, no I'll, I'll say, I'll say my, my head says yes, but right. my, my heart's saying no. Like, well, then all I can say, if that's the case, then there's you need… There's a lot need, of work to be done. No, I just think there's a lot of revealing he wants to do. Mm. Yeah. Not mm. a lot of work. He's done the work. Mm. See, he just wants to put you in the garden. Mm. He's already created. Now he wants to put you somewhere where you can see that 60 seconds is your friend. I think too what you said before we came into that segment was that um, we should be using, we, he, sh he should have cultivated in us enough who he is in the 59 minutes Mm. But we've been panicking but for that 59 minutes. And so we use the last 60 seconds to try to get to know who he is. Mm. And we think he's panicking in <sighs> 60 seconds. The Holy Spirit never panics. <laughs> never, never panics. Right. Wow. And, wow. you know, get that. Please get it. It's important for everyone that's listening. He never panics. He knows one second to the next. It's us that panic. Right. And we try to get him to panic and he's not playing our game. And this is why what you just said about trying to cut down on time because that's always the question linger in the back of our minds. Um, time and mind. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, you heard it. You heard it. You heard I heard it. it. Um, it's always lingering in the back of our mind how much we can – you know, account for the time as yeah. we stated before, but what you just said was so key, Pastor Nate, um, aligned with Pastor Robin said earlier, which is we still need that hour. So whether we use it to get to know him is one thing, or we use it to panic. Well, the thing is, wow, wow, the, the, yeah, yeah, but the thing is, we've had time to get to know him, and we've allowed ourselves to be robbed from whatever is being taught from pulpits today yep. and from yep. talk shows and what's being talked out there and we've allowed ourselves to be robbed. Now, I love what you say about him being made and then placed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That really is a key, Pastor. Oh, it's man. a major key to it's not you. It's not your work. It's not your effort. It's not your personality. It's not anything to do with you. He did the work. He did the work. And then when he was finished with the work there and the work with Adam, he put Adam into that place mm. to look after his work, not to take the honour and the glory for it. Mm. He didn't do that. Guys, he didn't do that. He said, now it's all finished. Now it's all finished. 
What did he say? Enjoy the last 60 wow. seconds. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. So, you know, the Lord, the Lord had already put it in Adam to understand that, you know, he, he had to be transported to another environment. He sure did. In order to fulfill what God had for him. Mm. does the same with Abraham. Abraham leaves his environment, mm. comes into Canaan, and then Isaac the same. Jacob, he had to leave home. He's fighting with his brother. And 20 years later, he comes back and everything's changed. Mm -hmm. um, it's wonderful to, to really understand. Like we were unpacking how probably from that very same spot that Adam was created yeah. was where both Abraham and Jesus yeah. um, fulfilled prophecy on Mount Moriah. One step further... The only thing that remains from the earth in eternity is us. Mm. The dirt that we're made from, mm. when we're resurrected, that's the only thing from the Ooh. old earth that remains in all Jesus. eternity. Jesus. Remember there's a new heaven and a new earth? Because yep. the, the old heaven and the old earth is gone. Mm. Wow. So wow. That, that really puts... <laughs> An emphasis on how precious God sees us mm. and, and even the dirt we're made from. Seriously. When we're resurrected, we will have bodies that are eternal. And the substance of those bodies is taken from the earth, the old earth, and so, this mm. earth. And so we need to see oh, you wow, say how yeah, precious <laughs> we see. He sees us. Well, we should be seeing how precious he is. Amen. Yeah. We Amen. should be seeing this because he just keeps showing us, I'm capable of doing this. Yeah. I can do this. It's me. So stop thinking I need your ability. I don't need it. Just turn up. That's all I need, you to turn up. But you always think you've got to put that Helping that last 60 seconds. You've given him 60 seconds to prove that he's a miracle working God. Oh, that I was just going um, to miracle working God. A miracle working God. 60 seconds, Pastor, to prove it. My he doesn't God. have to prove it. Just look at time. Just look at everything he is and everything he has done. He's more than proven it. Mm. You just need to see it in that last 60 seconds. Jesus. So I feel to say this from the Holy Spirit. A good, like, you know, barometer for people to find where they are is the counterfeit, the enemy. Because the enemy will put on all the last stops in that last 60 seconds <laughs> to get that. you to abort it. We talked about that. Yep. To get the you to, you know, um, hurry into it, as you were talking about before. From Shania, birth. You know, to get you to uh, say it's not possible. So, I mean, if you've got all, listeners, if you've got all those attacks, you need to take encouragement mm -hmm. because you're actually in the last 60 seconds. You need to think mm -hmm. about you know? that. You and, need uh, to take a barometer yeah. and have a good look. And the you. Lord gave me a little saying, um, stop using the hours to get him to prove his powers. Yep. Mm. Stop using the minutes to try and limit. Yep. Mm -hmm. And stop using the seconds to test him. 
Yep. Because you just said that um, the seconds are when we should allow who he's cultivated himself to be revealed to in us in the last 59 minutes and to come listen. to the forefront, but rather we would go back to testing who he is. We were waiting for us to be made out of the, the dirt of the garden so that we can feel a part of it. Oh, Jesus. But we don't get this. He's already done the work. He's done what he needs to do with us. Mm. Let him put the work together. Yeah. And so the whole situation comes down to this. We're not talking about 60 seconds, literally. We're talking about whatever God declares is 60 That's seconds. That's it. That's it. Mm. And so don't interfere with the Lord's 60 seconds because you might make it 60 years. Oh, no. You definitely don't want to do that. You better listen to that gym button because <laughs> that <laughs> is real. what Abraham did. That's very good. Wow. Wow. Lord. I think that uh, I think that uh, sums can't it really up. add to that cream on the top of the pie. It's and it's a it's a pumpkin pie. Today. So what do we do? I'll yes, finish give us a charge. Yeah. How about I'm that? going to give you a charge. The charge is go back to the Holy Spirit and talk about this sixty seconds. Help me, Holy Spirit. Mm. Help me, Holy Spirit to work with these last 60 seconds because it's all about you. You place me mm. in the garden ready to caretake whatever you're saying to me. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just so funny to see her little figure come over here, her prophetic pointer. Just I want people to think <laughs> yeah. about what is being said. <sighs> Everyone we should give out. the Holy Spirit a clap. Yeah! Yes, 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 that was yes, amazing. Yes, 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 that yes. was amazing. And of course, so we won't get too familiar, we should give him a jingle. Come on, everybody! Portals! Gonna blow it all the time. Portals! Cause we got some time. Portals! Sixty seconds save me. Sixty seconds save me. Sixty seconds. I'm here to live and set free. I was jingling so much that my pillow fell off, and I was oh, like, wow. hey, that's "I know we can." Uh, I, I want to hear up. a bit more quickly. Okay. Come on, pasta! This is exciting. All right. Let's see what we can come up with. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The garden's already been placed. Place. Uh. The garden's already been placed. 
To another level. Like you have that. to hit that. Wait. There it is. There it is. You heard it. We are the caretaker, not the way maker. maker. That's good. So well, good. guys, that's really of good. course. It was amazing. Well, I'm not gonna say of course because we're getting unfamiliar with portals because we are doing something different, What's and we're again? gonna do <laughs> right. something what is different again. What is again? Why don't you tell us What's what we're gonna do again? different? What well, we are actually reaching um, international audiences now, Shania, and so uh, we're excited that the Lord is bringing in you know members of our church that are from the nations because that expresses you know the diversity of who God is in each people group. So, um, I mean, the listeners would have heard some ads on this section mm -hmm. and this segment, mm -hmm. this episode, that are going to be a little bit of a shock. Mm -hmm. But we're looking to see how we can bring portals to an international audience. And mm. see our prophetic friends. And see our prophetic friends. Yeah. Which reminds me, we have to say to them, hello, before we go. So, Come Pastor, on, Pastor Tony. Tony. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this little spot. Spot right okay. now in the spirit, and, and <laughs> oh, I can see geez. it's a it's a woman. Oh Lord! And she's um she's on a catamaran. Mm. Okay. What's she doing? And she's, she's going between move. the the island of Pancor Laut. Oh, I know that place. To yeah. the big island of Pancor Laut in Malaysia. Oh. Oh. Hi it's Malaysia. Only a little, it's a mini catamaran. It's only a two seater. Okay. And. She's she's desperate for portals, yeah, because it's really dry spiritually up there. Yes. Come on, Malaysia. So reaching out to you, honey. Jesus is on his way. You <laughs> hang on. You don't hang up. Remember, sixty seconds to go. Wow! Wow! wow. I'll give you a gem. I, I think I, I think I need to say something. Please, Holy Spirit, bring all these people. Yeah, come on. Not only to salvation, but into pastors. Pathway. Yes. Please. These people, you've not just given him something to say. And we do laugh and joke about it. Yes. You know? But we shouldn't These really. Because yeah. I'm waiting for the man that was on the surfboard <laughs> who was going to be eaten by a shark. Listen, I'm it, not playing with Pastor and, Tony and, and his and friends. And you know, you know that, that movie. And I don't ever make, you know, comments about movies. But this was a Christian movie. What was that one called? Soul, Soul Surfer. And she was attacked by yeah. a shark. And she was a Christian. And now she's all around the world telling how God saved her. So, you know, I know if he brought that to you, we'll take it serious. Mm. And I'll see that person one day come through. To yep. Jesus Christ, Come the Lord. Well, can I say hello to someone before? Yes, I know, sorry, I don't want to catch Go you ahead. off. But I think this is also led from the Spirit. Come on. I want to say hello to someone in California. All okay. right. Who is coming out of a satanic occult. Wow. And has satanic. been searching for podcasts on the internet and just happened to come across this thing called Portals. Right. Because their original content, intent, sorry, their original intent was to find a new age broadcast. Uh, 
Ah, oh, portals. But they happen. have found portals instead and they've started to listen and there's been a wrestling and a rustling inside them. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for stepping out. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. We look forward to having you come and worship with us and for your full freedom mm. to be manifest because um, I know that what you're hearing on this podcast will bring freedom and life to you more than anything you've ever been involved with before. And I want to say hello tonight to someone, or today, to someone who's in South America. He's a pastor mm. and he's been very dry. Mm. Very, very dry. And uh, he's just slowly starting to realize that the Holy Spirit is a person. Mm. And I want to encourage you, continue to fellowship with him and your church will begin to grow again. I want to say hello to a distant relative. I'm feeling from the Spirit. To say hello to a distant relative that I don't usually communicate with. And ask for refreshing from the Holy Spirit. Wow. And we exchange portals. Oh, my God. This pastor actually listens to portals. Wow. And it's like the church is so dry. He's, I just get that impression that he's like a dry tree. And it's just, mm. you know, it's like when Jesus up. saw that tree, he gave it more time and said, I'm going to give you more time mm. before it, a curse will come upon it. And I believe the Lord would say to you, one more year, one more year, give it one more year, and then you will see it begin to bud, says the Lord. Oh, Wow, we just did something new. Yeah, right. Switch it up. Words of knowledge. Hallelujah. Go for it. Come on. Go for it. Prophesy. Prophesy. This is what we are. Prophetic. Wow. Why aren't we being prophetic? Well, I was just being prophetic. I believe that lady is coming out of that cult and I'm going to see her Speak in her word. City. Yeah. Um, I just speak in faith. The Lord would say to you that as you come out of this previous lifestyle, as you come out of that previous belief system, don't try to free yourself, my daughter. I'm going to free you. I'm going to bring all that you need to receive the healing from your past to do with your father and to do with your family and all the wounds and all the aggression that was taken out on you and all the abuse. The Lord says you've tried to find it in other areas and it hasn't satisfied. And so you've turned to darkness to try and find light. But the Lord says, I am the light, I am the life. And I will show you that I am the resurrection life. So you don't life. have to give a name so we can pick and say, wow, i got a name. i got an address. Nope. This is all Holy Spirit. Well, the, the great thing about these words is even though it's meant for someone specific, the nature it of overflow can go anywhere. Is it can apply to anyone that's mm-hmm. listening to so this pastor, portal. So, Pastor, you have great words of knowledge. Bring forth. Well, the woman on the catamaran in Pancor is actually German. She's there holidaying. And she's been searching. She's an executive of a company that's been given a free holiday on this island. And the Lord is about to come upon you. And my people on the island are showing you my grace. And you're going to answer the call to be a businesswoman in the kingdom and to uh, open up uh, a new um, understanding of my spirit's work in your homeland of Germany. 
Wow, wow. I have another word, and oh. it's for you, Pastor. Oh. Pastor Nate, I heard the Lord. <laughs> I heard the Lord. Wait, 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 wait. Let me get in my receiving position. And they go, oh, my oh It's the crucifixion. They're watching, they're watching you. I know. I, I, do it at home. Receive. Receive. Give it to me, Pastor. I just heard the Lord say for the next 60 seconds, everything I promised you begins to unfold. Wow. I didn't miss one thing, my son. I didn't say one loose word. Every word I said when I called Abraham or Abram to go and you went, I gave you five promises. And son, you will see five promises come to pass. One of them is your heart for the green card. Wow. But there's others, the Lord said. So watch me move in the last 60 seconds. Mm. Amen. Let's give God some glory. Let me close. Oh, oh wow. This Sorry, seems audience. to have turned into something. I have a word for you, and the word of the Lord for you is when you return to Sydney for that vacation, I've already moved, says the Lord, on your family. I want you to know it, son. You've been placed in a garden to take care, mm. but I've been taking care of your business, says Come the on. Lord, because your business is kingdom business. Mm. It aligns. Aren't you excited? And I have a word for Receiving you. Me. Let me get my phone. <laughs> and the Lord would say unto you. What are you saying? It would say unto you, in the beginning of next year shall be the year when your 60 seconds begins, for I will move in my anointing, in my power, and all that I promise to do with you and your business, you will see it unfold as I begin to place you where I need you to caretake. Oh, wow. Man. And I have a word for myself. Oh, what is it? <laughs> I got a word for me. Nobody's got a word for me. I just got a word for myself. Oh. Do you have a word mm. for me? Oh. <laughs> Do you have a word for me? I think I did. Yeah. Will you get me a word and yeah, I'll yeah. add to your word? I'll, I'll cultivate. You go and then I'll add to it. Anybody. If you, go, you should get me a word. You're my husband. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to see. I'm going to see miracle after miracle while I'm in Sydney. Mm. I'm going to see miracle after miracle to do with all that ground that was cultivated by the Holy Spirit years ago wow. through the death of one. I'm going to see the miracle of that, the Lord says. This is the 60 seconds that I spoke about my daughter, that you won't lose one. They will all come. Wow. 60 seconds is important. Important to me, says the Lord. Mm. Your life hasn't yet 
even begun for what I'm about to do. So take the break. Recreate for next year is a big year, mm-hmm. says the Lord. I have a word, Pastor, I, and I would like to finish on this if that's okay. Yeah. I have a word for our church. Go for it. For talk members that are listening to this. And I believe it's the... Is it Sydney or No, this New is York. to New York and Sydney. But it's to only specific talk members. And uh, as a pastor, I have that jurisdiction to speak over our congregation. But, um, yeah, I just believe that the Lord dropped this in my spirit as we were talking about um, the 60 seconds and time and its purpose. And so the Lord would say to the members of Times of Refreshing Christian Centre New York City and Times of Refreshing Christian Centre Sydney, Australia, there is an influx of people about to come in to both churches. Wow. There's an influx. Hear me, says the Lord. There's an influx. But do not let the the enemy rob you of your position because you've become too familiar with it. Because the Lord says the influx will bring people that desire your position. And the Lord says if you become familiar with it, you will lose it. Mm. Because I want people that have my heart, my vision, and my passion for that position. So the Lord says, fight for your position. That's right. Don't give it up. That's it. Don't give it away for a pot of porridge. Stop selling your birthright and start fighting for it and and time will be on your side. So the overflow is going to go to many other people. Many other people. But I felt the Lord say specifically to Talk Sydney and Talk New York, there's an influx of growth coming and once what was not in demand will now be in demand. And Pastor, you need to give me a word. I saw the chains that have been binding your offspring Break. broken by the Lord. And yeah. I literally saw chains off hands and feet. And the Lord says those chains that have been keeping your children from seeing the light and walking in the light, I'm breaking those chains. You will see the change that the broken chains will start. Mm. You will see it when you go back. The Lord says you'll get a little snippet of it, but as soon as you come back to the United States, the connections are going to become stronger and permanent with all your children, not just one or two, all of them. Wonderful, wonderful. Says the Lord. Yeah, wow. I don't need to say anything else. You guys have gotten enough words to chew on and catch the overflow if you need it, wherever you need it. And, guys, this has just been an episode, not another one, an episode of Portal. Portal.